there's an opportunity to really question, what do we mean when we say we want freedom? Really, what, what do we mean? And I think a huge part of that is we want to unearth as a community and we don't want to ax anymore. Take a little break from the crazy, try to recalibrate. Every day seem to be hazy, I see dope. Everybody's sick with obsession, it's hard to navigate. Take your baggage out of my space, I need rope. Reset. New world order. Reset. New world order. I was about to say, you should have been started then. You don't want me to I mean, be in here getting thirsty. It's a great way to start the conversation. Mm-hmm. Grab, grab your water. My, grab your my water. water. <laughs> get your tea. Grab water. Don't right. get parched. Oh, man. I okay. have both water and tea. There you go. We are live. We are live, y'all. We're live and direct. We're live and direct. Live and direct. This is going to be a good convo. I feel it in my bones. I feel <laughs> it. I feel it in the atmosphere. I Already like it. tingling. Tangling. Feel it in the atmosphere. <laughs> don't, get, don't get me started. Oh, man. Thank you, everybody who's tuning in. Thank you for all the listeners for joining. My name is JP Reynolds. I am the host of the Stir Crazy Podcast, where I am talking to some really, really dope folks about these wild, transformative, uncertain times. A lot of these folks are experts in their fields and really dynamic people. And my guests for this episode are no different. These are very special people. These are the homies. I'm excited. I got got healers on. I got healers on the line tonight. I got healers. Yes. Yes. Come on, name us. Yo, yo listen, we're gonna go all the way. We're gonna go all the way in. I'm joined tonight by uh, by Khadija and Zakia Abdul Mateen. These are licensed mental health professionals, practitioners, yes. yoga instructors, intergenerational trauma healers. Yes. Um, some special folks. Special folks. And these are the homies. Y'all don't know these are the homies. <laughs> And the way the way I want to start this 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 podcast is actually a little bit different than what I've done before, mm-hmm. and it's actually to honor something that y'all do, um, a ritual that mm-hmm. you engage in. And I'm excited about this. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm going to ground us, which is something that yes. our guests they are the founders of Unearth and Bloom as well um, as being kind of mm-hmm. dynamic individually. They've created this 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 space um, for healing and to liberate mind and body. And yes. one of the things you'll get to see them do on Instagram Live, something that I've popped in and seen them do, they start their sessions by grounding themselves, by calling on the names of the folks who came before them. Mm-hmm. And it's so powerful to hear the names. So I'm going to introduce myself again for our listeners, and I'm going to do it in the style of Unearth and Bloom. And then yes, I'm gonna ask, come on. I'm going to ask them to follow that up with their own introduction and then we're going to talk that talk. All right? Yes, I love I'm it. I'm with it. I have the chills already. Look. See, I told you. <laughs> I'm getting chills already. In the atmosphere. <laughs> already. In the atmosphere. atmosphere. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so I am J.P. Reynolds. I am the son of Lillian Freeman Reynolds and Rodney Jerome Reynolds. And I'm the grandson of Henry Anderson Freeman Louise Dobbins Freeman, Ellis Harrison Reynolds, and Jesse Bernice Reynolds. And I am the great grandson of, 
and I know all these, I got all these names. I prepared for this episode mm -hmm. with them. I am the <laughs> great grandson of Martha Fletcher Dobbins, William Edward Dobbins, John Will Short, Ella May Render Short, Jenny Reynolds, William Reynolds, Richard C. Freeman, and Maddie E. Freeman, and many, many more ancestors who have gone before me and whose spirit I walk in and who still cover me. And I feel grounded. Amen. Amen. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That felt special. Oh, yeah. Mm, I, I felt, felt that. Mm. I felt that. Wow. Um, yeah. Ooh. So we'll go. Um, I am Khadija Abdul-Mateen. And I'm Zakia Abdul-Mateen. And we are the daughters of Mary and Yahya Abdul-Mateen and the granddaughter of Dorothy Mae Jackson, Thomas Earl Dale, Sam, and Evelyn Ford. And the great, great granddaughters of uh, Ruth Gillen and many ancestors that have come before us, those whose names we don't know, those whose names we may never know, but whose presence is always here with us. Um, so honoring them on today as we continue to do this work of unearthing and blooming. Mm. Mm. Yes. Oh, man. Woo. Yeah, it, the chills is real. <laughs> uh, it's always a special thing to call on the ancestors and even the folks who are still yeah. with us, you know? Yeah, to, mm. yeah, yeah. To, to honor the lives that they've lived and the examples that they've set forth and their being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so powerful. And I yeah. told my told my mama today that my guests on the podcast were intergenerational uh healers. And she, yeah. she, was like, she was like, we need that. We need that. We need intergenerational. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we need that. We need it. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And I'm I am honored to have y'all on the podcast and to be in communication. I'm always honored to be in conversation with y'all. We are committed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So committed. We yeah. are committed. committed. <laughs> That's yeah, our thing, man. Though. We've been committed since what year? Oh, was since forever. But what year did we, did we? I don't. Was it like 2017, 2018? I don't actually know. Could, yeah, I, don't I don't remember. Know, but we've been committed for a minute. But since then, we've been committed. <laughs> we've been committed <laughs> for a minute. We've been committed. And y'all are committed to this work of, yeah. of healing. This work of yeah. healing. Mm -hmm. And... You know, this has been a really, really wild year, right? And a lot of yeah, these conversations yeah. I've been having have been in the context of what's been going on for this year. And y'all have been present. Mm -hmm. Y'all have been present online. Y'all, I'm sure, I know that y'all yeah. have been present in, in real space with people to hold space yeah. and to be light. Yeah. Um. So thank you, number one. Thank you for doing the, yeah. the work. Yeah. Absolutely. When we talk about intergenerational healing and we talk about histories and families and and mm -hmm. trauma. These are like big concepts to throw around. Can y'all just kind of yeah. start us off with your perspective on what that is, what that work is that yeah. you're doing, and mm -hmm. why it's why it's so necessary. I think it's necessary, uh, but why it's so necessary, especially right now. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So, one, thank you for having us. Yes, um, thank you. It's always a pleasure to like be in the same space as you, mm -hmm. even if it's like a virtual space. I feel like we feel one another presence, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's why we are always able to like be super excited and be like, oh, we're on with JP, you yeah. know, and just vibes. So, mm -hmm. thank you for having us. Yeah. Um, 
And so I, I, I like to start off just by saying who we are as intergenerational healers yeah. um, and our work with Unearth and Bloom mm-hmm. because Unearth and Bloom is intergenerational. And yeah. so um, Unearth and Bloom is a space where we focused on like holistic healing. So mm-hmm. mind and body trauma. Yeah. Right. And so Zakia is um, a psychotherapist, has her own private practice. I'm an international yoga instructor mm-hmm. and I do work with like releasing trauma from from the body. And so our work is centered on like releasing trauma from the mind and bodies, yeah. particularly of black folks. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a very intergenerational way. Mm-hmm. And so um, when we talk about unearthing, it really means to uproot. Right. Mm-hmm. To really like really dig deep. Mm. And figure out all of the traumas that you know that you have and that you may not know that you have, right? And that's where the intergenerational piece comes in. Because mm. there's often times where we exist in the world and we don't know that we have all these traumas that came up yeah. um, that is uh, reflective or have come from those who came before us and those experiences of those that came be- before us. And yeah. so, um, and, and so to bloom really means to start to address those things, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's the way that we navigate throughout society as black folks, whether we work mm-hmm. on the things that trigger us, yeah. uh, we consistently blooming over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And so we always say to unearth and bloom is a continuous process. It's something mm-hmm. that we do over and over and over again. And it's for like, not only not only us, but we do it for our people so they can know how to identify the trauma within their body. And also they get to work on the trauma within themselves as well as within the people that they came before us, even the people whose name they don't know, right? Which is why the intergenerational piece is so important for us. Intergenerational, what we mean by intergenerational when we say that, we literally mean like those, we call the names and grounded ourselves with the names of those that came before us. So we really mean like who we are connected to, mm-hmm. right? Our moms, our dads, right? Our grandma, our yeah. grandpa, great grandma, great grandpa, those yeah. names we don't even know, mm-hmm. but who we are deeply affected by, yeah. Yeah. Um, by their existence, by, by, by their existence. So even mm-hmm. if we don't know their stories, right? To heal ourselves means to heal them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. And so mm-hmm. we acknowledge that mm-hmm. um, I've, I, I've said before mm-hmm. that I don't do this work for me alone. Alone, I do the work for all of the women that's living, breathing, and blooming inside of me because mm-hmm. I know that it's not just me existing mm-hmm. on my own, that I carry the memory of my, my mother and my yeah. grandmother and my yeah. great-grandmother, right? Yeah. And Oof. so to start from that as being an intergenerational piece, as we are living intergenerational mm-hmm. beings, is something powerful in, in itself. So we start by healing ourselves. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. 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 What you just described feels so especially for black folks. And we know the history of our folks and across the globe, right? Yeah. We live in in an anti-black world and there's been, Mm -hmm. while there's been so much joy and light and, and peace that we've had, and we want to name those elements as well. There's also been so much oppression of our folks throughout Mm -hmm. generations and throughout history. And it sounds so redemptive and, and uh, there's such a reclamation that happens when you say, by healing ourselves, we also heal them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because it becomes a selfless act. Mm -hmm. So we know that it's not just 
oh, I'm doing this work just, just for me because I've been through this in my childhood. Yeah. Right. That it's like, oh, we talk about like stopping uh, generational curses yeah, and things, and things like that. that right. Mm-hmm. And so hmm. when we begin to do the work on our, on ourselves, but with the intention to say, I'm doing this work yeah. for those that came before me who may not may not have had access to this yeah. level of healing. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so when our spirits heal, our spirits never die. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so now that we're doing this work, imagine how many spirits are being freed and liberated mm-hmm. because of the work that, that we're doing and being t- intentional yeah. about. Yeah. We yeah. talk about a lot, um, the pressure of breaking intergenerational curses, how mm-hmm. we say we want to stop it here. We want to stop it here. Right. But we get to normalize also providing intergenerational healing for us and our family. That way it takes the burden off of breaking something, but also like I'm healing myself and I'm also healing like the people that came before me. Yeah. Yeah. We could talk all day about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's our work. It's our work. I know, and I do. and I love it. Right, the the thing too that that really strikes me about because Unearth and Bloom, as a name, is so is it's so descriptive, right? It's so descriptive, ain't it? Right. I I love so good, it. Right. I love it's it. So good. <laughs> I love it because I literally I get a picture of what's happening, right? On on yeah. a on an internal and a metaphysical level, on a spiritual level, to yeah. unearth to unearth, but then also to bloom, right? And then to, yeah, to, mm-hmm. to repeat that cycle is something that is incredibly powerful. And, mm-hmm. you know, what you're talking about is in a lot of ways familial or something that is, uh, you know, maybe sometimes individual, but I also, yeah. I also see it as something that's communal. And yeah. in, this, in this day and age, in our world right now, there's been so much that has been unearthed. There's been so much yeah. that, has been, that has been uprooted that, mm-hmm, yeah. I mean, honestly, a lot of folks, you know, black folks in a lot of ways have already been tapped in to the truths yep. that have been coming out. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Already. Of, yeah. Right. We, we've been here <laughs> partially, already. partially, because, part, sometimes partially because we have intergenerational trauma, right? Like there's knowledge in the blood of what has been happening. Right. There's yeah, a, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. knowing that we have because the ancestral knowing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I'm curious about what y'all think about the process of that communally. We're seeing folks mm-hmm. unearth truths, formerly held narratives that may be lies. Yeah. Kind of in that space where we're just still unearthing and still uprooting. And I'm curious about yeah. what y'all see communally, socially, culturally to this process yeah. for this process of unearthing and, and blooming. So I, I, I thought about, um, I recently been thinking about, what it means to be free. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I feel like for generations or for a long time, what I can remember, we've been thinking about whether it be been in an academic setting and really like the physical sense. Right. Mm. So yeah. I want the freedom. I want freedom because I want this. I want these things. Mm. Right. Uh, I want to be able to enter, enter, to enter in spaces and not be judged by who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think as a community, in this moment, there's an opportunity to look at freedom different. Yeah. Mm. And there's an opportunity to really question, what do we mean when we say we want freedom? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, what, what do we mean? And I think a huge part of that is we want to unearth as a community and we don't want to ax anymore. Mm. Right. We, and, and there's a part, there's something that we, and with freedom for me, that there is no ask, asking. Yeah. Freedom mm. is, isn't something that we have to demand and we have mm. to ask for. Mm-hmm. It's really a spiritual awakening mm. that happens that brings us a level of freedom that is really disconnected from this like physical 
really physical world or really tangible mm. things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think as a, and for me, as a community, mm-hmm. once we if, if once we get that piece, mm-hmm. yeah, then we're able to unearth so mm. much stuff. Yeah. yeah. So much stuff. Yeah. Once we're able to do the inner work within ourselves and just say, what am I asking for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What do I want really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think one for myself, but really as a community, what do we what are we asking for? Yeah. yeah. Right. Without someone telling us what we need, what it should look like, mm-hmm. what are we asking for? And then once we develop that, we are asking for a level of freedom that can't be given to us, yeah. that we have to actually like tap into. Then I think it moves us in, uh, in a different direction. Yeah. Also, also with unearthing, right. What I see with the community or what, what we get to do is have the, the willingness to be messy, right? Mm-hmm. Or to get messy, mm-hmm. right? And so as we talk about all the time, like healing is a beautiful word. Yes, it's very beautiful. We see flowers, we see the rose bush in the garden, someone skipping, right? But unearthing, right? And, and the healing, the process of healing is actually, it, it could actually be a very challenging thing, right? Mm-hmm. A very muddy and icky thing, those mm-hmm. uncomfortable things that we don't like to touch, right? Yeah, but yeah. we get to as a community hold space for one another. And that's why we've essentially created space for because we know that the unearthing process is a challenging one, yeah. right? But yeah. we get to also be there with one another while we are getting messy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We also can find joys in our mess, right? As, mm. as, as people say all the time, we could also find joys in kind of like getting messy and unrooting because as we talked about the healing part, we're healing, going back to intergenerational peace, the generations before us, right? And so why should mm-hmm. we expect that to be all beautiful and everything with like a rose bush when we're really in the process of healing generations before us, and right? Uprooting and a uprooting lot a stuff. lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And those are some deep roots. Those are some deep, yeah. some deep stuff. Yeah. That's some some stuff. that we don't we can't even see, right? Yeah. When we get to the when you look at a a, a plant. You don't even know how deep the root mm-hmm. is. You mm. have no idea how deep it goes until you uproot it. Yeah. yeah. Until you like lift it up, until you be, begin to do the the digging, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. then you realize, wow. And you yeah, you don't realize how hard it is to pull it out either. I'm, it I'm imagining out. like this because I repot my plants a lot and there's a plant that I have and I <laughs> thought it was really surface. I'm like, I'm gonna just take it out and put it and put in another one. And I noticed that the roots were actually mm-hmm. really long and mm-hmm. was actually holding really firm to something. So I couldn't just pull it out. I really mm-hmm. had to dig out the soil around it to find like where it began to just be like, oh, okay, so now, yeah. Now I get to kind of like take you out and repot you in yeah. a safer place. But also yeah. as a community, we get to take our time. Yeah. And mm. and I, I say that because there's this sense right now of urgency. And I, mm. I'm thinking about you and like, oh, this is going to take time to uproot this yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Mm. There's a sense of urgency that, that I think have been projected on us for a long time and specifically now, mm-hmm. right? Oh, there's an urgency that happened. You have to jump in and we have to take advantage of this moment and we have to we have to rush to the to the to the finish line and heal. We have to hurry up and do this. Yeah. And as a community, we get to say, wait, mm-hmm. mm. this is actually your stuff. Yeah. Mm. You know, we're you know, urgency is not something that belongs to us. Yeah. Not in that way. Yeah. Wow. Right. Urgency doesn't that it, it, it it's not an ancestral knowing yeah right mm. and so we get to show ourselves grace and we get to take time you know mm-hmm. with with how we treat one another mm-hmm. and how we move forward as a collective and, and begin to heal yeah you, yeah 
who y'all are saying some some really powerful things because you i want to i do want to talk about stillness and rest because y'all recently yeah. posted about this and i want to talk about that but first i got to just jump on this one point about uh you know what we're asking for yeah because one of the things that i feel like i got clear on recently at least communally right there's there's an individual mm-hmm. level to this for me personally when my own experience trauma in this lifetime but also the intergenerational trauma but that's that's a, that's an individual piece. The community, mm-hmm, though, yeah. I think about, you know, I, I feel like a lot of folks are talking about equality. We want equality. We want equity. And I recently got clear that, like, liberation is not the same as equality. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Nope. Like, what are we being equal to? Right? Mm-hmm, like, because mm-hmm. keep it a buck, white folks ain't free. So, right. <laughs> yeah. Partially, partially because of the lack of ancestral knowledge mm-hmm, or maybe mm-hmm. tapping into those roots or whatever the case may yeah. be. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be equal to that. So then yeah. it becomes a question, like you said, like, well, what do we want? What, what are we that, asking for? What mm-hmm. are we asking for? And then this yeah. other question. What, what, what are we demanding? Yeah. What are we, de- and, right, what are we demanding? And then once we, even if we, even if we are demanding a thing from an external, mm-hmm. from an external force or external agent, yeah. what do we do when we win? What do we do when yeah. we get that thing? Right. Mm-hmm. Which, which yeah. the liberation piece, the freedom piece that you're talking about, Khadija, it, it invites us to thinking about it like that which mm-hmm. is beyond the scope of what is expected of our, what I would call limited understanding yeah. of freedom. So I, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a really, <laughs> really necessary thing. And you're right. Like the, the urgency, there's been such an urgency applied to this moment. And, you know, it takes, it takes that type of beyond the scope perspective of liberation mm-hmm. to say, actually, nah, Yep. We gonna rest, B. We gonna, yep. we yeah. gonna drink this tea. Yeah. <laughs> and we I'm gonna drink to, this water. <laughs> I'm about to I'm about to play some chess. I'm about to mm-hmm. take care of these flowers. You know, so yeah. I'm about to go for right. a walk. Y'all not gonna yeah. make me come up and raise my blood pressure and get up. No. You're not you're not. Mm-hmm. Not not because the world has finally figured out or act like the world is acting like they finally figured out what black folks have been going through or what black folks have been saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I get it. When really you knew for a very long time. Yeah. And actually you, although you want to be urgent, urgent in this moment, we get to rest. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, I've told this story on a podcast before, but it, it feels appropriate because one time, <laughs> you know, I, I'm the type of person who, if I see a protest or a rally, I just be jumping in, right? I listen, like, what uh-huh. they tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I just jump in, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was in Harlem, and I'm walking to, I was on 135th, walking past that police precinct on 135th, and I was going mm-hmm. to the bank. I was going to get some money. We had just bought a new, new chair in the apartment. We was like, I'm going to pay cash, whatever, so I'm going to the bank. And on the way there, this is like around June, right after, you know, this iteration of the uprising. I'm walking down the street, down 135th, and I hear a protest coming. So I'm, my yeah. spirit starts moving because, like I said, I'm the type of – I just jump in, right? Jump in, yeah. yeah. But it gets closer to me, and I'm hearing what they're saying. It's Black Lives Matter, but it's literally like 70%, 80% white people. Mm-hmm. And I was just like – now, I, it was a sunny day. It was a beautiful day in Harlem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, I can jump into this thing like I normally do. <laughs> or yeah. – or, I can go about my day, go to the bank, go get this fruit smoothie I was going to pick up on the way. You know what I'm saying? This ain't my fight. This, but it was, this, ain't, this ain't my moment. But that's, that's the thing that was wild. I was like, oh, I can rest. Like, I don't have yeah. to rest. I don't have, they got it. They got it. They, uh, like yeah. I said, the appearance is that they got it right now. Right? Mm-hmm. That, yeah. In that moment, that's what they, they had it in that moment. So I was like, I can let yeah. this go. 
I'm gonna mm-hmm. keep on going about my. I'm fr- I'm free. Like I am yeah. free to go about my day. <laughs> yeah, and, live this and it feels different if, mm-hmm. when you choose that, right? Yes. Yeah, when you choose like, oh, this is what I normally do, mm-hmm. but actually, I'm gonna choose rest, or I'm gonna choose this level of freedom and just yeah. go about my day. Something yes. happens internally when you have that like moment where you get to choose, mm-hmm. and which we all get to. We just don't, you know, we have to. We have to believe that for ourselves that we're always choosing in yeah. every moment. And so mm-hmm. for you to choose freedom in every moment, even in that moment, yeah. is powerful. I wonder how many people have done the same thing that same day. Well, I mean, I, I actually wonder about how many people have done that across the spectrum of this iteration of the uprising. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I, yeah. like, I feel like there were a bunch of folks who mm-hmm. were same type of energy years ago. Mike Brown happened. Trayvon happened. Sandra Black. Like these, yeah. these yeah. are folks who've been doing this work too, right? Like there's yeah. A, yeah. not to say that you need permission to rest, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm talking particularly about folks that like, we've been doing this work for a long time. Right, for a very long time. There's yeah. a, there's a reason why I'm the type of person to jump into a protest, right? Yeah, and right. I, I, yeah. My 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 inkling is that a lot of folks are like, nah, we can rest this time. I, yeah. I, not, I, I feel like that's the case. That is definitely the case. At least for mm-hmm. me, it has yeah. been the case yeah. for the people who I've been around, who yeah. I have met in the movement. Spoken to, yeah. you know, in 2015, that it has been the case as well. This mm-hmm. time around, I was like, nah, I'm resting. Yeah. Yeah, we spend I get to rest. Mm-hmm. And that's necessary. You know what I'm it saying? It is. Very. It is. Very. A lot of our, our work, too, with Unearth and Bloom actually came out of the movement, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, in 2015. And so mm-hmm. to have that, too, to have that now. Yeah. And we had no idea that this was, you know, this type of uprising was going to happen again. I mean, we suspect that it would, but mm-hmm. we're like, well, this is what comes out of it. So now it's like actually no it's time to rest and we get mm-hmm. to choose into resting and we get to choose into creating space resting for ourselves one mm-hmm. and then creating sp- space for a community just to like rest yeah yeah and to yeah. be yeah yeah you know a word a word that that comes to mind when we're talking about the unearthing the uprooting like i literally whenever i think of the term unearth and bloom i do think of something being uprooted right or something literally yeah, coming yeah. like a some or, or like a seed germinating in in, in coming up through the soil and blooming, right? So it has this yeah. moment of has this moment of of breakthrough. Breakthrough. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say the exact mm-hmm. same thing. Of yeah. breakthrough. Of All breakthrough. Right. But of you mentioned Zika, yeah. Zika, you mentioned you mentioned the messiness of that process. Yeah. And how literally to, to break through a thing is actually hard. It's not easy mm-hmm. to to break through to the point mm-hmm. of blooming. And what I'm curious about right now is breakthrough individually, communally, yeah. particularly in such a turbulent moment. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's, there's, at least for me, right? I had a therapist a while ago call this ontological guilt, <laughs> where, <laughs> where breakthrough is happening, but it, especially if, it's, if you've had a breakthrough this year, it could, you, could, you might feel guilty for it because other folks are really yeah. struggling having yeah. tough times you know folks i'm around who've like come up this year they've gotten new opportunities yeah. or new idea yeah. or mm-hmm. you know new deals and it's like yeah. wait, i'm what how do i feel having this breakthrough in such a crazy time when my family not they hurting or yeah somebody just lost their job like, how do we <laughs> it, it feels different when it's in against the backdrop or in the context of difficulty yeah. 
not to make this a linear process of like unearthing, then breakthroughing, then mm-hmm. blue, right? Mm-hmm. But, but I'm curious about like where we are and what y'all see there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Communally, but also, I mean, also individually. I, I saw something where it was going around, you know, 2020 has been the worst year, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone is agreeing to that. Or people say something like 2020 is the worst year, but say something like a little bit positive about it, mm-hmm. right? right? And right. so one of the things that I, I try to highlight is that it's okay to be okay, even during this time, right? That's even true. during like yeah. things that's that's going on, like the heaviness, right? The pandemic, because a lot of people are losing people, mm. right? Like you said, it's a really, really tough time for a lot of people, but it's also okay to be like, you know what? This is the first time I experienced this amount of joy in a while. This right. is the very first time I was able to sit still, right? Yeah. Some people haven't been able to sit still in a long time and being forced to be still is one of like one of those things like, wow, I didn't know I needed this mm. or thank God that I'm being forced to like sit down, right? Mm-hmm. To stay at home with my family, right? And so, and so acknowledging also the small things, I like I like to say, um, highlight the obvious, right? Yeah. Mm. So acknowledging even the small things that sometimes when we talk about breakthroughs, sometimes it doesn't it doesn't have to be necessarily like when you come out of it, like you see scars and broken and everything and, and everything like that, right? You get to also see that there's soothing moments in your breakthrough, right? Yeah. That there's that there's moments where you get to be covered and get to be held like in your breakthrough when you're when you're uprooting yeah mm. right yeah yeah and then also i think that we can do we can do two things at once mm-hmm. yeah right yes and yeah. so we can we can definitely have the breakthrough mm-hmm. while acknowledging that there's something real that's happening around the world yeah there's something that's real that's happening in my mm-hmm. in my community right and and be excited about our breakthrough yeah mm-hmm. and be compassionate and show empathy, empathy yeah. with those who may not be having a uh, who may not be having a breakthrough in that moment yeah mm-hmm. right or who may have had a rough past mm-hmm. couple of couple of months because something that 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 I feel like we do is that um we don't want to particularly this year like it's difficult to say I've had this breakthrough and to really celebrate in the ways that we really want to celebrate Mm -hmm. Mm. because our neighbor doesn't have anything to celebrate Mm -hmm. or maybe they're doing a go home, going home celebration for Mm -hmm. a loved one. Right. Right. And so, and so we want to honor that, but also we want to honor the type of, uh, the type of breakthrough that we have had as well. And so knowing that it's okay to even, have a breakthrough yeah. and yeah. to share that in community. Mm-hmm. And as we share that in community, we can also be in community to empathize yeah. and be mm-hmm. compassionate, right? And to show up for, for one another. So giving ourselves permission to hold space for, for all yeah. of it, right? Yeah. And figuring yeah. out where 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 do I stand? Where do I need to yeah. be? And really being authentic yeah. 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 with oh, that. Yeah. 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 Having authenticity shine mm-hmm. through. Yeah. yeah, The authenticity shining through and just the awareness of of like human complexity, right? He was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, Casey Gerald, and what he always says is, you know, we can walk and chew gum at the same time, <laughs> right? Right, like it, yeah, because we can, yeah, we, we can. We have this ability to do that, and and what you said just made me think of like even think about intergenerational things, right? Where mm-hmm. I know in my own in my own family history, right? There are people who in my in my family history, folks that I didn't necessarily know in real life. I may hear stories about them, and these are great stories. And I'm like, oh my god, this is it's a huge mammoth of a person. They did all these great things, and then you hear another story mm-hmm. from somebody else, and it's like, wait, they did what? Right? 
And it's like, mm-hmm. no, actually, that person can contain both of those stories. This is a yeah. We contain so much to ourselves and yeah. the authenticity, but also like there's a grace and compassion there to say, yeah, that's the whole. That's the wholeness. There's a there's a wholeness that's, to that perspective. And that's the that's the wholeness. That's the humanness. Yeah, right. It's 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 all of that, mm-hmm. right? That we get to hold both at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, sometimes I feel like <laughs> like black folks are uniquely qualified to hold both at the same time, right? Because right, I feel because we right. we kind of have to, we had to, right? And we have time. had to. Yeah, I mean, especially like, in the United States context. I, like, I feel like what I, I'm trying to remember what I read a couple of weeks ago it was an article or something that was about Black American service people who've had to at once mm-hmm. uh, be patriotic or serve the country mm-hmm. in war and put their bodies on mm-hmm. the line, but then come home and be disrespected and yeah. be, mm-hmm. the, the rights were not, you know, curved towards their own lives. Yeah, and yeah. Those are, and, and those are the same folks that criticize the government or criticize the political landscape, and rightfully so. But it's like yeah. we have this unique qualification to do both. The, cause to we, do yeah. both. Because we can see the complexity of it, right? Yeah, because we've experienced so much and yeah. we've had to exist in both worlds. I, I, the way that, at least that you know, Black folks' complexity has been uh, mm. our saving grace and survival tool for generations, mm. right? Mm. And the way that we are able to just think about different things and navigate the yeah. world in a way that it's like, okay, I have this tool because I, I it's not like I went out and tried to find it. I've mm-hmm. had, I've had, had to, to use this tool. I've had to I've use had to this tool. Before. This tool. I've yeah. had to game this tool mm-hmm. in order to survive. So, yeah. Mm. Complex being, speaking of tools, mm-hmm. you use music so massively in y'all's work. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And it's it's a combination of play and dance and music. Yeah. And yeah. I kinda I kinda wanna hear one because I've danced with y'all. Like we've danced on mountains before, right? Like it's, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? I'm like <laughs> I, I'm like, I kinda wanna hear the story of your experience with music and how yeah. and how that influences the work you do and how that influences the yeah. joy and the play that you bring to to this work, to the mind and body. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that you highlight music as one of the things, because it seems like that's one of the main things that people just like, when the twins come cut the music on, you know what I'm saying? Like, even when we go home to New Orleans, it's like, you know, you know, them, them yeah. Bill Mateen's going to hear some they music, so hear make, some sure, music. <laughs> make sure the music on, but, but honestly, I think it started there, right? At which home. is also intergenerational. Yeah, yeah, which is also intergenerational. It started mm-hmm. at home, right? Being from New Orleans, music and jazz is really, 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 really big at home, right? If, someone pass away, jazz funerals are common, right? Where we, yes. where, where the band plays and we, and when we dance, we second yeah. line, you know, behind, behind the casket and things like that. So music has become um, very healing, yeah. right? Right for yeah. us um, in our roots. And so even now we're at home, we listen to music and we dance all the time, yeah. right? Yeah. And so we, we knew that that's a big, that that's a big part of us. And so in being our authentic selves, we're just kind of like, okay, what, what music we want to listen to, right? Yeah. Today, what song are we going to put on? Because it gives us so much joy. So, yeah. we, so we want to be able to share that joy with other people and for other people to also see music as a form of healing yeah. as well, right? Oh, as man. something that you can hear that beat and that rhythm because New Orleans got that, you oh. know, when you're from somewhere, you hear that beat oh. and that rhythm. And, and once you hear, you just kind of like, 
I'm dancing. Like I've seen, I've, I've myself been at second line, been, been at jazz funerals crying, but dancing. I've seen my dad twirl his hat, yeah. right? Walking and twirling his hat, but, but, but crying at the same time. Right. Mm. And just really, really pouring out his heart and dancing. And that's, mm -hmm. that's like, that's from our, our core and our roots. Yeah. And just, I'm just getting excited even talking about music in, in that way. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel it. I feel it. Like music brings out so much joy. Yeah. And it's also connected, like we talk about um, trauma responses, mm -hmm. you know, and the work that we're doing, it, it, it's also connected to our senses. Yeah. And so we talk about how much our senses is connected to traumatic memory, but it's mm -hmm. also a source of healing, right? Mm -hmm. And so for many folks, when you hear a certain sound, so I know we grew up with like, Chitty chitty bang bang and a bunch of like mm -hmm. <laughs> chitty, chitty, chitty chitty bang bang. That's that's the first yeah. thing you can't see. Chitty chitty bang bang. Yeah, but, call it um, out, call it but, out. Right, mm -hmm. just thinking about all the come on bed knives and broomsticks. Just thinking mm -hmm. about all the like childhood. Yeah, <laughs> all the childhood songs that we used to listen to growing up, and when mm -hmm. we hear it now, it brings us back to like a certain space, like mm -hmm. a like a childhood, like a childhood space. It bring it brings us back there. Mm -hmm. um, and then also like we've heard, we grew up in a Muslim Christian household, so we heard gospel all day. Yeah. We also heard the call of the the call of the Adan, and mm. that also was music to us, right? Yeah, wow. And so there's my, my dad prays five times a day. Yeah. My mom, as soon as when my dad called all down, my mom turned turned the gospel down, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And when he's done, my mom turned the gospel back up. So music has been around mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. all of our lives, right? And so um, it's something that I use in yoga mm -hmm. because it brings us to a, a specific place. Mm -hmm. When we listen to the beat, uh, right? We talk about rhythm and blues. We talk about jazz. When we listen to, to the beat, it does something to the spirit. It does mm -hmm. something to the soul. Mm -hmm. And for me, I feel like it's, um, uh, or maybe for both of us, right? It's, we don't even have, we don't have to say much, but our soul gets to dance to the beat and mm -hmm. to the rhythm without us even speaking. So we get to move however yeah. we want to move. And mm -hmm. so music, we're yeah. definitely passionate about that because it's healing. Yeah. I think that, and I just thought about this uh, or, or remember that remember this, I think one of the most beautiful things is that um, like it, music means so much to me that I even meet like in, in my dreams, right? In my mm. dreams, like I really, really find joy with dancing and mm. like the music in my dreams. And I've had some of the most beautiful dreams with my late father when we're just dancing, mm. right? Like, and kind of, and, and music is there, yeah. music in, is, is involved in how much that like really, 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 really contributes yeah. to like, to so like the healing and like the soothing, yeah. right? Soothing nature of everything. Yeah. 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 I, of course, and your music being a part of like my 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 uh my mom. Oh my goodness. My mom loves <laughs> Oh word. Shout out to mama. Shout yeah. out to mama. <laughs> shout out to mom. Shout out to mom. Yeah. Shout out to the whole listen. loves. Y'all's crew is so deep. I love the energy. So deep. <laughs> I love the energy of y'all's family, yo. Like y'all pull up. <laughs> we pull all, up deep. all of y'all, yo. <laughs> like I can, I know they're gonna listen to this, and I know they're gonna be like, "Yeah, it's like ninety of us, be we out here." <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, all we gotta do is be like hey we on live or hey like we about to go to this concert they're like we pulling up we pulling up <laughs> we, we all be there we about to get a hundred listens on this episode just from the episode <laughs> <Just> <laughs> well it's, it's funny too it's funny because I, I know that y'all have the, the the new orleans roots and i'm like i'm like oh maybe that's why this vibe because like 
I, I feel like every time we've gotten it, I'm like, it is a vibe. Like, it's a, it's a thing that's metaphysical. Yeah. I'm like, maybe it's the New Orleans <laughs> thing. Because, you know, I was born in Cleveland, Ohio. I moved to New York when I was young. But if there were mm-hmm. any city besides those two that I would want to be from, it's probably New Orleans. Because, like, I've it's been there. Mm-hmm. The, the, it's the music. It's the vibe. It's the culture. It's like, yeah, like you just yeah. said, it's the, it's the in the streets. I'm, like, I've been there yeah. a couple of times. And one of my favorite things to do whenever I'm in New Orleans is just literally walk around. Cause somebody's playing. Mm-hmm. There's a brass group playing somewhere, yeah. And I'm like, that's just, yeah. Just need the energy. Just need it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. So when we and and I was uh, talking to Zakia earlier about about music, and when we think about like even its participation and social justice, right? And mm. even in the intergenerational piece and how those that came before us uh, relate to music or yeah. even bring bring music in the home or think about that. Um, my grandmother, when she was um, 80, she was 84, my late grandmother now, she passed away in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandma would sing, you are so beautiful to me every time we get on the phone. Mm-hmm. Like I'll pick up the phone, I don't know how to sing, but I'm gonna I'm I'm shoot my shot. So I'll pick up the phone and she'll be like, you are so beautiful to me, but her voice will be so strong. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, you're everything I hope for. You're everything I need. And so she'll just be singing like real, mm-hmm. real hard, right? Every time I get on the phone and I just, I'm just on the phone listening. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have the conversation after she sings that. Yeah. And so um, I remember one, it was the, the one time when, or the moment when um, mm-hmm. doing the Mike Brown um, mm-hmm. case mm-hmm. when everything got got thrown out you know there was no conviction or anything like that mm-hmm. yeah and she called me right after that mm-hmm. and I was like oh my grandma called me I already know what this going you know she's gonna she's gonna sing again and so I pick up the phone I said hello and she said um she was quiet for a second and then she started singing I need Oh, I need thee. Like this, mm-hmm. like this gospel song. Mm-hmm. Every hour. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you know the song. Oh, I yeah. need thee. Oh, yeah. And I've never he- heard her sing now. anything. Yeah, gentle savior. Mm-hmm. I come to thee. But I've yeah. never heard her sing anything to me when I first got on the phone outside of you are so beautiful to me. Mm-hmm. But for her, that song... Um, was her way of saying, like, this hurts. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, God, I need you. God, mm. I need you. This hurts. Mm-hmm. And that was her language. And she used song to tell me that in this moment, I, you know, I, I'm not okay. So mm. it wasn't, you're also so beautiful to me. It was like, I need thee. Oh, I need thee. Yeah. In this yeah. moment. And so just thinking about how music transpires into, like, emotion, right into language I have to have a conversation with you but what i can do is spit these lyrics and you know exactly what i'm saying yeah, yeah. and you know exactly how i feel and exactly yeah. what i mean and so yeah and so i i i i thought about that in in that moment because it is intergenerational mm-hmm. and yes. it does speak volumes right yeah. and we use it in marches and we mm-hmm. use it for joy we use it mm-hmm. for pain we use it to tap into some emotion that we feel like we can't access so we put on the song to tap into that yeah whether it's tupac whether it's tupac mm-hmm. hit him up, yeah. <laughs> hit <'em> up. <laughs> or whatever it is 
I didn't was, know you caught that. It was that. getting that biggie, man. You know, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I didn't know you caught that. No, no, no. Whether nah. it's Tupac or whether yeah. it's some like some uh, Miles Davis, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. blue, you know. Whether it's yeah. you know all of that, it, it brings a certain level of emotions that we need because sometimes we don't have words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's you, 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 you bring up so many brilliant points about the power of music and healing and the intergenerational nature of it, its attachment to memory, right? Yeah. Because, you know, for some older folks in, in our communities, some elders, you know, my grandmother's like this, where, you know, we've had Zoom calls throughout this year and she won't really tap into the conversation until we start singing a hymn that they used to <laughs> sing back in the day, right? And then yes. she'll just sing full. Th- I'm like, I never even heard her sing like this for real. Like, yeah. until, until she's like in her 90s. So there's this in, there's this intense connection wow. between the music and the and the memory and that intergenerational piece that you talk about. And I often mm. think about how powerful it is that these musical elements have been passed down. Almost, mm-hmm. almost metaphysically or spiritually. I mean, obviously, like folks get mm-hmm. taught instruments or folks get taught songs, but there's mm-hmm. rhythms in us that mm-hmm. have have communicated in and out of time. Yeah. Come on, and it is something that is like, ooh, I, 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 like it's something that is, ooh, I can't. There's no word for it. Yes, yeah. I love that. There's mm-hmm. rhythms in us that has yeah. been passed on like mm-hmm. ancestral wisdom yeah. is the rhythm in us and like yeah. even you know when when we haven't seen anyone dance before mm-hmm. but we dance a certain way they're like oh you dance just like mm-hmm. such and such <laughs> or you move just like you such move. and such yeah. yeah you move just like them yeah. and it's like that rhythm is that's rhythm. been passed on to generate yeah right and it's yeah. and, and when you yeah. when you when you started when you started us off Khadija talking about liberation like when we talked about like the beyond the scope liberation i often think of, i think about the code for that type of liberation being passed on in our music right mm-hmm. because a lot of times we'll, we'll, mm-hmm. we're able to i've like we've danced together right we've been in a, we've been in space with mm-hmm. in community and it's like mm-hmm. there's an unlocking happening where things were being Things are being channeled Ooh. right now. Yeah. Come on, somebody is somebody is saying something somewhere, and there's a liberation. Yeah. There's a liberation we feel in that moment that is beyond the moment we're in. And oh, mm-hmm. I stop. Wait, pause. <laughs> hold on. Wait a minute. You can't just be. <laughs> you can't just be dropping that because communication through rhythm. Yeah. Hmm. And like without us even talking, but we're dancing yeah. and communicating, yeah. you're like, there's a communication that's happening mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, we're not saying it, but we feel it. Yeah. And it's the music and it's the <laughs> rhythm. Oof. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's something that transcends, for me, transcends genres, right? Like I, yeah. I remember, I remember one year, uh, and it's funny, I'm a, you know, there's a rapper named Designer. And he came mm-hmm. out with a song, and he w- he had a commercial, and he was uh, he was like Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Turner, he be wildin' for the <laughs> yeah, 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 right. And you, <laughs> his, the, the crazy part is, like when he did the acapella commercial promo for it, I was like, yo, that's mad African, b, like the way he, mm. like the rhythm yeah. of what he was doing, and I was like, that sounds like a chant. 
Now, granted, yes. when they put the when they put the music on it, it took a new life. It had a it uh-huh. sounded like trap music. It was the trap sound, uh-huh. right? It yeah, had a whole yeah. different vibe. But when he had just the vocal, I'm like, something was channeled there. Yeah, yeah. it's like a calling forth mm-hmm. of something. something. Yeah, he called on somebody. I was like, I don't care what nobody say about mumble, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing. No, yeah. that was somebody was communicating. Yeah, I don't care what nobody say. But now that yeah. you say it, I can definitely hear that now. Yeah. And it's definitely doing something. Like with without the beat, mm-hmm. I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm. It's the, you know, we, yeah. have these, we have these vibrations. And y'all, you know, like y'all, that's why I mentioned your connection with music. Because I feel like yeah. what's mm-hmm. so powerful about what you do, what you two do in your work, is the vibration you carry. In, yeah. in the in the yoga practice, right? In yeah, the, yeah. You, when you have a session, you have musical yeah. in the background, yeah. right? You yeah. speak and you speak and you move with an intentional vibration that is being communicated, and that yeah. to me is unlocking in and of itself. So I, mm. I just wanted that's something like, I got to get y'all to talk about music because this is yeah. clearly something that is that is healing. Y'all mentioned the word yeah. healing. Something that is healing, but it's also something there. Something's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so close mm-hmm. to us. Like it's so, so like like she said. Like once family get together, that's yeah. all we do is dance. Music we put on music. Music is the number one thing. We I have mean, the we, speaker that we carry with us everywhere. Even walking down the go. street, everywhere we go, because like. <laughs> Is music. We could be walking on the streets right now, headed to something. We put on some second line music, some New Orleans uh, music. We second line it down the street, the whole way there, down one twenty fifth, the whole way there. <laughs> just dolo, just too, just too deep. No, 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 just no, no, no more. Just mm-hmm. too, yeah. No need for nothing. Yeah. No need for nothing. Um, but well, yeah, we also um do music at the end of our at the end of our lives. Like yeah. you don't know when they yeah. come in, y'all gonna yeah. hear some music and y'all go dance at the end. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, what what else are y'all listening to these days? You want to go? Go ahead. Girl. I just got on. Actually, I don't even know how I found this. It's a very old song. Um, it's called "My Boy" by Wale and uh, J. <laughs> and J. Cole. Cole. Yeah, it's a key and J. Cole. Mention that one more time. <laughs> I just found it. I just found it. So, and I mean, it, yeah, that's actually what I'm listening this to. Her, that's her song. Repeat, I feel like I feel like you texted me that before the before we started recording. It was like. <laughs> My boy, my boy, my, my boy, <laughs> your boy. I'm, I'm telling my brothers now. I always call him my guy. I'd be like, my boy, my guy. I've been listening to that all the time. So that's just also um Toby, Toby, oh, Toby, yeah. Nguyen. Nguyen. Yeah. Nguyen. Nguyen. yeah, yeah. He's been heavy recently for he's me fire. too. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. What I what I said that I've been looking for someone who's like, I've been wanting uh, like I really love neo soul mm-hmm. feel, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I really love like. Rap, rap music, music and yeah. stuff like that too yeah. and he brings it together yeah. so yeah. eloquently yeah that i'm like oh this is a vibe yeah yeah it's like you know yeah. toby got some heat cool toby yeah got some heat. so yeah. yeah so he's been on non-stop and i really love the like the family dynamic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that he brings into play and yes. the babies are always there running around and everything. Normalizing, and so normalizing like work and yeah. work and family. Yeah, mm. all of that. And so I, I not only love him as, or love his music, mm-hmm. you know, and his artistry, but um, as an artist, the way that he display um, like family, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, and community yeah. Yeah. and where he's from. It's just so authentic. Yeah. And you can yeah. feel it. Yeah. So. yeah. I've been definitely rocking. Black and with King him. has been in rotation heavy. Oh, Black as well. is King. Let's pause. Uh, I can't believe I didn't say that first. 
talk about unlocking. No, Black yeah. is King, you know what? Because I don't I think we haven't we've been Beyonce fans or we've been yeah. liking Beyonce, like Beyonce for a while. Mm-hmm. Right. Black is King is something different. It's a, it's a mm. whole nother level. Black mm. and King's been because maybe it's a moment of stillness where we're yeah. able to listen. Yeah. Mm. But there's a song that she says when she said, um, see how the sun and the moon bows for you, yeah. but you won't open your eyes. Yeah. And it's T.Y. Savage actually. T.Y. Savage. Yeah. Yep. And so when you mm. talk about this, like unlocking, I feel mm. like that whole album is like a movement, a spiritual a yeah. unlocking, mm. awakening. How powerful we are, how connected we are to like ourselves, to like, the world yeah 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 all of that yeah that's a good that's a good body of work there those yeah. are good those are great i think i mean that makes sense i i wanted to get a little insight into what's in your headphones these days i, <laughs> I, I also you know um zakia you mentioned normal you said the word normalize mm-hmm. and that's something i i feel like i see a lot from folks who do healing work or just thought any thoughtful yeah. work yeah, right? like things that are things that are being normalized. The intention mm-hmm. behind normalizing things. I'm curious, yeah. you know, what is it that y'all are seeing that you appreciate being normalized, and what do you want to see more normalized in our world right now? Yeah, of course. I was actually talking to Khadija and my sisters about this the other day. I like how families are being normalized as 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 a part of as a part of us, as a part, as a part of people, right. Mm. As people do their work, right. Um, Mm. myself as a therapist doing therapy at home, my nieces come in and I have a niece that's writing on the chalkboard behind me and Mm. my client is just kind of like, you know, we're in a pandemic now. So I understand, right. You're Mm. not in your office. And so really normalizing things like that, that I'm I'm really, really appreciating Mm -hmm. because, um, I, I, I called, I forgot what corporations are today. And it's kind of like, be gentle with our workers. You may hear mm. babies in the background. You may hear, you know, cars and sirens. We're all in a pandemic together. And I really appreciated that because it allowed us to really normalize the mm-hmm. other person that's on the phone. It's kind of like, yeah, they're helping us with their service, but they're human beings. Mm-hmm. They have lives. They have, they have people who they, who, who they're at home with. Right. Yeah. And so I like that that's being normalized and I want us to continue to normalize things such as that and for us to be our authentic selves, yeah. mm. right? For us to be ourselves if we're um, on video or doing or doing different things like normalizing, um, normalizing just family, I guess, family being, being around in those spaces. Yeah. 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 I also, I also <laughs> appreciate that mental health is being normalized, right? As we talk about the work that we're, do, that we're doing, yes. mental health is something that's really, really being normalized in this time where people just kind of like, yo, I'm about to go talk to my therapist. You got one? Yeah. Or let's try to figure out how to get together and talk to someone. So really yeah. normalizing talking to a professional, yeah. right? Because before we'll be like, oh, we're going to pray or we're going to do these rituals, which which we're saying, like, continue to do that. Mm-hmm. Also normalize talking to a professional that's trained and that's, that kind of know about the things that you're experiencing on a professional level that can clinically really um, as- assess what you're going through and be able to help you in that way. Yeah. So yeah. I really appreciate that mental health in itself is becoming normalized right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think right now uh, social media is normalizing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think because people are, in many ways, are able to be themselves, mm-hmm. right? And able to be authentic. There are some people who I used to follow um, 
who I, I, I feel like have come out of their, their, their shell over this period of time mm. um, and really start to like really be themselves. Mm. Right. And so this like normalizing the way that we like we don't have to show up and we don't have to perform. We don't have to show up in sort of like a performative way. Mm-hmm. Mm. We get to be like, this is who I am mm-hmm. and this is the knowledge that I have. And right. And, and whoever is going to come is going to come. But it's, we're not we're now reaching for a certain level of professionalism yeah. or a certain mm-hmm. way of being. Right. We're not reaching to be like anyone else. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I, 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 the way that I have witnessed it, and at least in my circles, that there's no longer a reach to be like anyone else, but more so focus on who am I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How can I express my authentic self in the work that I do? Right. Mm-hmm. And so as healers or, or as people who are moving towards the freedom and liberation mm-hmm. of black folks, how do we be uh, a mental health specialist in an authentic way that still speaks to who we are? We don't have to move outside of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How can I still be a yoga yeah. instructor that's really authentic and speak mm-hmm. to who I am where I don't have to like readjust and move yeah. outside of that and mm-hmm. attach it to fear and say, you know, if I, if I, if I, if I'm not, if I'm not mimicking this certain behavior mm-hmm. or this certain way of being, then I won't get uh, the abundance that I'm searching yeah. for. People yeah. won't come and they won't, they won't like my work. Yeah. I won't right? gain this crowd. Mm-hmm. I, won't I won't gain this. The right I won't attract the right people. Yeah. But we're really saying like normalize being yourself yeah. Yeah. and being authentic in yeah. who you are and let that shine through and then offer your work and for those who are meant to hear it will hear it. Mm-hmm. Those who are meant to, you know, be a part of the community will be a part of your, yeah. your community. Yeah. Word. Right. So, yeah. That's a big fact. That's yeah. a yeah. big word right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real. For real. Mm-hmm. Yo, 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 I love it. Tell me I'm dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm dope. <laughs> no, that's Toby. That's Toby. That's Toby, though. <laughs> I was quoting, I was quoting him. Listen. Miss Badu told me I'm dope. Hey. Go ahead. JP the- told me that I'm dope. Hey. Hey. Yeah, yeah, we dope. Hey. Uh-huh, we dope. Hey. 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 JP told <laughs> Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to let you show. No, I was going to say, you was talking about you don't know how to sing earlier. I'm like, what you talking about? You over, you've been singing this whole episode. <laughs> I don't know how to sing. Come on. You've been singing this whole episode. You've been singing this whole episode. But see, like you said, you're showing up as your authentic self. It don't matter. As my authentic self. Mm-hmm. No matter. So, so I can sing, right? So I can't sing according to who? That's Nobody. Um, oh, I'm, I'm being authentic. Don't play. See, see, this is my authentic good. self uh, showing up with my singing. Don't start her, please. But, not, but, the, but, true, but, but truly, though, right? I mean, that's the question. It's like, according mm-hmm. to whom? Right? Right. Who says? This even yeah. goes, this goes back to like the, you know, do we want equality or liberal? Like, who? Who's setting the bar here? Who's yeah. setting the bar? You know what I'm saying? We have the ability to... Yeah. Now, granted, like, there's also been an erosion of, like, credential in our world. And when I say credential, mm-hmm. I don't mean degree from a university. I mean, I don't mean, you know, somebody saying, green light, you can do this now. I mean, like, mm-hmm. people doing the work <laughs> to, yeah. Yeah. to, like, have, an, have a, a, a voice to, to say what they mean and to say what they know. Like, y'all, y'all know what y'all are talking about. Right. Like people yeah, right. study and people right. do work to talk about a subject 
that is yeah. necessary. And to some degree, right. you know, that's not always the case these days. People just be talking and saying what they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and there's value in yeah. that. But also, yeah, there's sometimes it's like, well, I don't, why, why are we listening to this person for this type of information? Well, for, for, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, honestly. Right? Like, I am a yeah, member of the hip hop yeah. community. I'm a member of the hip hop community. I am a rapper, but the yeah. fact that some folks are looking to rappers for political, like why, why? They don't do that. Yeah. Work. I don't know that they've yeah. read these people's platforms. Like that's right. Not, you know yeah. Saying? Yeah. That's yeah. a whole other that's podcast a whole topic. That's, that's a whole, a whole other, other podcast because it is. Yeah. Cause that's, a whole a, other. that's intentional in itself mm-hmm. and the way I, that they reach for certain artists to, in order to speak for a collective community. Yeah. Where they know that's not the work that they do. But again, that's a whole nother. <laughs> it is. And I don't, I, yeah, I don't want to get into that one now. I just, <laughs> That wasn't a part. That wasn't supposed to be a part of this podcast conversation, <laughs> right? But to be continued, you should have. But one. to be to be con- somebody gonna talk. We're gonna talk about that at some point. I'm, I got. Yeah, we're gonna talk about. We got to. We got to get that off. But listen, we we've we've talked about a lot, and this has actually been super. It's been thoughtful. It's been thrilling for me, and I'm grateful that y'all have yeah. been here. I'm gonna ask you a question. We've already talked a lot about it already, but I'm gonna ask you directly and intentionally now because mm-hmm. I want a big part of these conversations to be oriented towards joy. Yeah, um, you know, there's a lot of non-joy in our world <laughs> that yeah. we have to have to confront, have to encounter. But I would love to hear from y'all how how you are experiencing joy these days. Yeah. Um, we, like family is everything to us, right? Like everything to us. And so we are really intentional about connecting with family all the time. We are connected literally on probably every social media platform. (laughs) And so there's different groups and different on the same platform. Yeah. And so there's really no escaping one another, but we love it that way. Yeah. Mm. We, we, we like it to, to be that way. And so that has been, a source of our of our joy, definitely. Yeah. Our, yeah. You know, our our nieces and nephews have mm-hmm. definitely been our our source our source of of joy. Yeah, so we can always uh, find joy with them, just like laughing or even screaming. Yeah, you know, like just knowing that <laughs> knowing that they're there yeah. to like play yeah. with us or us yeah. play with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and speaking of play, we we are actually. Play is something that's that that we do all the time, right? Mm-hmm. We don't put an age cap on play, right? So yeah. if we want to run around and dance, and we like, well, we had glow sticks the other day, mm-hmm. and turned all the lights off, and put on music, and just started dancing. The most fun, it was like the the yeah. most fun that we that we've had, right? Yeah. Um, and so also like doing puzzles, I love to I love to 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 um to color, mm-hmm. and so I get coloring books and coloring pencils. And for me, it's really, really soothing. It really, really brings me joy yeah. just to kind of like watch something funny and color yeah. and yes. do puzzles and things like that. Sometimes we have to tap into our childhood selves in order yeah. to access that joy a mm. lot of, um, and yeah. remember, right? Mm. We talk about memory. Yeah. So remember what, what joy feels like because mm-hmm. we can get so caught up in, in adulting, you know, mm. what adults are supposed to play too. Yeah. But sometimes we need a reminder of children or our childhood selves to say like, Okay, let me yeah. access joy in this way. Yeah. You know, yeah. let me find joy in playing and coloring again. It's, it's interesting that you say that really quick because when I was at home a few months ago, I was in a car with my mom. And before I got in the car, I was rushing to mm. go somewhere. And I got in the car and she 
she felt that I was a, a bit tense. I mm. wasn't quite saying much and she was ask, asking me questions. I was just like, yeah, no. But I was really just like, I was, I was annoyed by something. I was rushing. And so she put on Mary Poppins' um, Pandora and she was hmm. still, she didn't say nothing to me. She was just driving. And then I started singing. Um, and then she was just laughing. Mm-hmm. And then we at the at the end the um at the end of the car ride or in the middle of the car ride, I put my phone down and I was just like, let me just uh I, I was like, let me just sing. And I was singing and we were just both having fun. And then she couldn't turn it off. She said, I knew that would make you feel better. She said, Because mm-hmm. I used to play this, I used to play this when y'all was little. So I knew that me putting that on would just kind of like put you in another space. And that meant so much to me that my mom really like knew she remembered right my 35 year old self she remembered what brought us joy as kids and so she noticed that and she just put it on without saying nothing and she and she was just kind of like doing this in a stairwell and she didn't start singing really until i started singing and then she just like let it play out and it was just but it shifted me Mm. Right. It, she she remembered that she remembered that joy. Yeah. That I never told so you that story, sweet. girl. No, you never told yeah, me that. Yeah, it was a moment. I probably didn't tell none of y'all. I should tell all of y'all so y'all can have the same reaction. <laughs> wow, that's so sweet. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, it, it, it meant it meant a lot. It meant a yeah. lot. Yeah. So just just remember. So it's it's beautiful for me to put it to tap into that joy, but also know that people around me knows what what my love mm. language is and kind of like mm. knows what brings me joy my mom know yeah. remembers what brings brought us joy as kids and she's aware that we're still like kids in a sense like we still like we still find that. that place yeah. and we still yeah. need that yeah 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 and then and music triggered that recall too right that was music it did it yeah yeah that makes music sense triggered. that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. we, we yeah. talked about how how ancestral music is to mm-hmm. us. so going back to like wow that music portion mm-hmm. yeah Wow, that's a yeah. beautiful story. Shout out to mama again. Shout out, to, Shout out to mom. <laughs> I'm about to hit her up. Like, uh, I'm sad. You got something for me? <laughs> Fishing. Look at her. <laughs> Cause, oh man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What brings you joy? <sighs> you know, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Right now, my plants bring me joy. I have. Wow, I've, yeah. I've acquired the the responsibility of taking care of plants during this mm-hmm. pandemic. Yeah. And I, and I realized, you know, when I'm told stories of my family, I realize how mm-hmm. much of the earth my family is, right? Like mm-hmm. I come from farmers and sharecroppers and folks who like worked the land. And that's like, yeah. in, it's like in me because towards the beginning yeah. of the pandemic, I was like, I, I want dirt. I want like, I want green things around. So I, you know, yeah, started collecting plants and taking care of them. That brings me a lot of joy yeah. to water them and to like see yeah. them grow and see the process of that, see the process of the unearthing yeah. and the blooming, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so beautiful. I've been, I've been playing chess with, with my wife a lot lately. Mm-hmm. That's been bringing me mm-hmm. a lot of joy. Yeah, nice. Just unplugging everything and playing chess. Yeah. And also recently, I've been tidying. We've been tidying in our apartment. So... Mm-hmm. You know, like this this actual process of tidying from Marie Kondo, um, mm-hmm. where you collect the things in your space that are no longer serving you, but yeah, 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 you, you show gratitude to these things before mm-hmm. you before releasing and, and let before it go. releasing, yeah, and it's like this actual process of yeah. going through and saying thank you for serving me, thank you, like you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Outside of doing it, it sounds like okay, we're gonna sit here and like thank these clothes, but it actually yeah, yeah. 
Because in every piece of clothing and every piece of paper and every trinket or utensil or whatever it is, there's a memory stored in that. There's a memory. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And when I can, when I say thank you and show gratitude to these things that have, that have served me throughout different Mm -hmm. parts of my life, Mm -hmm. that are no longer serving me and I can release and let go and be still knowing that those things are out there no longer, you know, serving me, it's been really, it's brought some joy. It's brought some yeah. joy because now, there, because oh, now there's beautiful. now there's new space, right? Now there's new space. Yeah. And I found some things that were stored away, tucked away, and I'm like, now they have new life, and I'm those things mm. are serving those things are serving me now because before tidying, they weren't serving me because I didn't know where they were. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And you get to choose it again. Yeah. I've 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 uh, I, I I've done her thing before um, in my room. Mm-hmm. And it was just such a beautiful yeah. process. Yeah, like, thank is. you for serving me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna release this and let it go. Yeah, I need to do that again. Yeah, yeah. And thank you, thank you for modeling both of you for modeling calling on our elders and ancestors. That's something mm-hmm. that, absolutely. That's something that you know. I I feel like I I do it in theory, <laughs> right? Like mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like I actually always am walking with my folk. I, that's just the thing. Yeah. I've yeah. Felt forever. I feel like I've, definitely, yeah. I've been, I've been carried, I've been covered, I've been prayed for all of wow. that. But to, yeah. but to, to call on the folk though, right. And yeah. to go back and for, in some in a lot of cases to ask my parents or grandparents, like what were their names? So I can yeah. see. And that's, that's a powerful process in itself. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I, do you remember the, the sound of your parents' voice or the mm-hmm. looks on their face when you start to question yeah. who were the people that came before you? Mm. Like, they just get so, yeah, this was this person, this was this person. And then they want to tell you stories the about story what they, about used, to, what they yeah. used to do. And yeah. All of those things. It's beautiful, though. It's a beautiful life. It's a beautiful journey, you know? Yeah. yeah. It really is. And yeah. again, again, thank you for modeling that. Cause I, I feel like I've seen different people do it at workshops or sessions mm-hmm. or in certain spaces I've been in, but I've seen y'all do that on purpose intentionally to ground everything I've seen yeah. y'all do. Y'all start with that. And it yeah. always, it always <laughs> yeah. gives me chills. It always, it always does. I'm like, yo, what is yeah. happening? Cause you, cause you're doing yeah. it with such a high vibration. Wow. You're doing it with such a high vibration. Yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's, and it's, and it, you know, it resonates with other people. So I, you know, yeah. thank you for that and for modeling. That. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm a, I need to do that more often. I need to just. Yeah. Yeah. Because we talk about healing ourselves and healing the people that came before them. We get to acknowledge them as well and not do this invisible healing or doing this healing was kind of like, oh, yeah, they're they're in mind. But kind of like, no, I'm, I'm calling on you. I'm being very intentional that mm-hmm. I want you to be healed even yeah. in your physical absence. Right. Yeah. Because we know that you're spiritually still here and, and aiding in a big part in our lives and in our success. Even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely, yeah. Call up, call up on your, call up on your folks and your mm-hmm. work for all the, for all the given listeners. Us so much, call yeah. up on your folks, so all yeah. your listeners. Call yeah. up on your folks, yeah. And even there. if you don't know their name, yeah, yeah. Even if you don't know their names, yeah. Mm-hmm. The names yeah. of those who I know, those who names I don't know, yeah. may never know, yeah. who are constantly guiding and supporting guiding. and living and breathing inside of you. Yeah. 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 Thank you for, for joining me for this, this convo. It's always it's always a pleasure to be in the space with y'all and to oh, yes. to share vibrations. It's always such an honor. 
Of course. Yeah, thank, thank you so you much for having us. us. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, you know, we rock with you tough. Yeah. <laughs> Commit, we committed. We committed. Committed. We committed. Heavy. Is there anything that y'all want to shout out? Anything y'all want to tell the people? Anything coming up that you want to highlight? Follow us at Unearth and Bloom yes. um, on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, we're consistently posting things about uh, mental health, having conversations every other Sunday. We're jumping yeah. back into having conversations and, and, and lives and things like that. And we're yeah. going to start to do some yoga, uh, yoga and meditation soon. So yeah. uh, follow us and, and stay up to date on what we're doing. It's always a lot of fun yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Come yeah. as you are. It's always a lot of fun. Yeah. Engage, yeah. have fun and Call on your people. Call on your people. Pull <laughs> up. Pull, pull up. up. Call on your Tell people. your people, pull up. <laughs> Tell your people, pull up. Thank you to all the listeners for tuning in. Again, thank you to Khadijah and Zakia, Abdul Mateen, Unearth and Bloom. That's, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yo. Thank you so much, y'all. Much love. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Stir Crazy. Don't forget to follow the podcast at Stir Crazy Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. On Twitter, you can find me at Stir Crazy Pod. This is a completely independent venture, so your subscriptions and donations are more than welcome. You can support the podcast at patreon.com slash JP Reynolds or hit the link in the podcast description, anchor.fm slash Stir Crazy Podcast slash support. Thank you. Peace and power to you. See you next Tuesday. Peace and power. True.